Hello, everybody. Welcome back to your weekly NFL breakdown. I'm Asher. And I'm Jackson. And in this first segment, what we will be doing is we are going to be going over a recap of the Thursday night football game, Colts versus Titans. Yes, so uh, spoiler alert, the game is over. It already happened. If you wanted to see uh, what we talked about for whatever reason, go check out our special Wednesday edition uh, podcast in which Jackson predicted the Titans, I predicted the Colts, and the Colts won. So that I am 1-0 on the week so far. Jackson is 0-1. A little bit of a hole to dig dig yourself out of, but... uh, yeah, so for yeah, very little with all the games. But uh, for those of you who didn't tune in, the Colts won. It was thirty-one to seventeen, I believe. But it was just the Colts. They're a really good football team. Their defense is amazing. Their offense, it works. They have some splash players like Naheem Hines in that game. Uh, yeah. So then in the fantasy aspect of it. Um, a lot of Titans players just had mediocre games. Derrick Henry got like 10 or 11 points, depending on PBR formats or not. Uh, A.J. Brown didn't really do anything. Corey Davis, meh. Um, but yeah, the big story was Naheem Hines was very good for you. And then the Colts defense getting another touchdown. Uh, they have just been dominant, and that was the story. Yeah. Okay. So now I'm moving on to... Um our predictions. So if you um, already tuned into our previous episode, you would know that we already went over the 10 o'clock predictions. So we're going to be going over all the one o'clock games onward um, in this segment. So starting out with the Denver Broncos at the Las Vegas Raiders. Asher, what do you think this game is going to look like? Okay, so it is a 51 point over under, four and a half point uh, lost, the Raiders are favored by four and a half points. This is a this is an interesting game because the Broncos they are very inconsistent. It's pretty much about Drew Locke. He seems to uh, all of his stats seem to come in the fourth quarter. He's not very good in the other quarters. And the Raiders they were very efficient offense. Derek Carr uh, quietly putting up some of the best stats in the league. Uh, this one is interesting. Uh, who do you think will win, Jackson? Um, I have the Raiders both winning the game and winning the four-and-a-half-point spread. And my reasoning for this is that I don't think the Denver Broncos are very good, you know, especially given their record. Um, the Las Vegas Raiders, they're not the best team in the league by no means, but I think that they should be able to um, put up against, you know, just frankly a weak Denver Broncos team. Um, the Broncos, they're not the worst team in the league, but... They're definitely well below average. So I don't think that this should be too much of an issue for a decent Las Vegas Raiders team. All right. Yeah, you said the Raiders are 5-3. and three, The Broncos are 3-5. and five. Uh, Broncos just, you know, they don't have that much talent. They have Derry, Judy, Drew Locks. Eh, that's about it. So, uh, yeah, I think the Raiders are going to win. It's going to be not that exciting of a game, but I think points – do go on the board. Uh, I don't think it crosses at 51 points over under, but yeah, so it might be a fun game. Uh, this one's very intriguing, but definitely the Raiders are going to win, and I think they cover the spread. Yeah, okay. So now on to um, probably the best matchup of the weekend. Maybe. We have the Buffalo Bills taking on the Arizona Cardinals, two of the 
best teams in the league. Asher, what do you think will happen? Uh, this one is very interesting. Um, it's hard to tell. Uh, the Cardinals looked amazing against the Seahawks. They looked like their defense was terrible against the Dolphins. Defense is not that good. Plus, this Bills offense knows how to score. They clearly showed that when they crushed Seattle, uh, 44 to 30 or something. But I think that was Seattle had a lot of late game points. Anyway, um, yeah, so the Cardinals coming off of a narrow loss, but Kyler Murray's just been unstoppable. And the Cardinals are favored by two points. It is 56 point over under, the highest on the week. And I expect that to actually hit the over, definitely. But it's a two and a half point, or sorry, it's, a, it's only a two point spread, which shows that Vegas thinks these teams are very even. And offense is just going to be the tail is the deciding factor in this game. But I think in this one, just the Cardinals are going to get it done and they're going to come home with the victory. Yes. So this game will most likely be a quarterback battle. However, yes. I think the main question is, can Josh Allen perform? As we saw, there was a stretch of games in which he was not doing very well. I mean, to start out the season, he was the second best quarterback in the league second only to Russell Wilson. And then all of a sudden, he had a major drop-off in which he couldn't really seem to get anything done. And they lost against solid teams, but teams they should have won against. Um, also, however, we did see them win against the Seahawks, as Asher stated. So the Bills, while not as consistent as the Cardinals, when they are doing well, they are probably the best team in the league due to their incredibly good offense. Um. Kyler Murray, interestingly enough, took Josh Allen's spot as the second-best quarterback in the league after Josh Allen's drop-off as Kyler Murray actually elevated his numbers um, um, at the same time that Josh Allen was uh, dropping off. However, it really all comes down to how good will Josh Allen be in this game? Who knows? He could have one of his crazy good games. He could have not such a great game. Um, so it can really go either way. I have the Bills winning this one just because I think that Josh Allen is a good quarterback. And I think that he's out of his slump now after what the Bills did to the Seahawks. However, um, we still have no idea what's going to happen. Obviously going to be a very close game. And I will not be surprised whatsoever if the Arizona Cardinals win. And I'm sure the same thing goes for Asher. Yeah, uh... Just as a note, the Bills are 7-2. and two. However, they have won twice against the Jets. They beat the Dolphins when the Dolphins weren't very good in Week 2. They barely beat the Raiders. They barely beat the Patriots. Uh, then they lost pretty handily, considering it's a snowy game, to the Chiefs uh, by 9 points. But it was, it was pretty, you know, the score doesn't actually say how far apart it was. And then they got crushed by the Titans, 42-16. to But against the Seahawks, they did win fairly handily. They won by 10 points, but uh, it was like 20 points with three minutes left. So uh, the Bills team has been very inconsistent. None of their wins really speak out as a, as a pretty like proven win. But yeah, it's going to be a very tight game. I think Josh Allen is pretty much the deciding factor. Uh, Jackson thinks he's going to perform. I think he won't. Uh, very tough to call. Anyway, uh, yeah. now we have the Chargers against the Dolphins. 
the Dolphins are favored by two and a half points. It's a 48 and a half over under. Uh, what do you think about this one, Jackson? Okay, I think this will be a classic Chargers game. I think that the Dolphins are going to win, but the Chargers will close the relatively small spread of just um, two and a half points, which might sound um, like, you know, kind of outlandish because um, it's pretty rare for a spread like that to be covered. Um, you know, because just because it's so small, yes. it doesn't allow for a lot of margin for error. However, as we have seen time and time again this season, the Chargers just suffer heartbreaking losses. And I think that will be the same story against the Miami Dolphins. Um, I think simply that the Miami Dolphins will end up winning this game, but it will be a close one like most Charger games have been this year. And that's my take on it. I think it might be a pretty, I think it'll be a pretty close game for sure. Um, and maybe a pretty interesting game as well. Okay, so uh, it's always hard to predict Charger games because, well, one, as a Chargers fan, I am partial to the Chargers. However, they it always looks like they're about to win. In some cases, they have won with zero seconds on the time left and their score higher than the Raiders, as was the case last week. But they always suffer a heartbreaking loss. Uh, they sit at two and six. The Dolphins are at five and three, um, but when you take a look at their schedule, they uh, they lost to a not so good Patriots team. They lost to a bill, the Bills, the Seahawks. Obviously, those losses were kind of expected. But when you take a look at their wins, three of them against the Jaguars, the Niners, and the Jets, they don't really say anything. So I think when you're looking at actual wins and losses, this Dolphins team is more like two and three. And the Chargers, they've just, like you said, all of their losses have been very close games. And I think, yes, certainly there's a greater chance that the Dolphins win this game. But I think the Chargers actually get this done. Herbert has been amazing. Uh, The deciding factor will be him against Tua. And I think that, I don't think Tua gets it done this game. So I'm going to actually take the Chargers to upset the Dolphins in this one. Yeah, so interesting storyline there. Even though me and Asher have different um, picks, we both agree that it will be a very close game. So definitely tune into that one. Um, now, moving on to the next game, the uh, Cincinnati Bengals go to Pittsburgh to face off against arguably the best team in the league. The undefeated the- team in the league. Yeah, yeah, best team. Uh, yeah, I mean, Seahawks kind of, but yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um... I have the Steelers winning this one, but the Bengals closing the spread. And I know, I know, it might seem weird to have the Bengals, who I think only have two wins thus far in the season, closing an eight-point spread, even though that's a pretty large spread, against an undefeated team. However, the reason why I have, I think undefeated, the reason why I have the Bengals closing this is because I think they are very underrated. I think that they have had a much tougher schedule. They're kind of like the opposite of, say, the Dolphins. They um, have a bad record, but against a very good schedule, whereas the Dolphins have a really good record against a very bad schedule. So I think the Bengals are much better than most people give them credit for, especially with Joe Burrow emerging as probably the best player in his class, which, you know, is to be expected um, in his draft class. But... Um, he's a very, very good quarterback already, this early in his first year of his career. So I think that the Bengals actually will 
close the gap against the Steelers, especially against a pretty generous spread to the Steelers. I think that while the Steelers win this one, the Bengals keep it relatively close. All right, yeah, you said it. I don't have that much to add in. Just uh, looking at the Steelers' schedule here, they have had eight games. Only one of them they have actually won by more than 10 points. Uh, and that was against the Browns. It was just a demolishing 38-7. to That can be attributed to Baker Mayfield's inconsistency. He was having a bad game. They got crushed. It was over in the first quarter. Uh, the last two Steelers games have not been convincing. They almost lost to the Ravens. They almost lost to the Cowboys. Actually, they almost lost to the Titans uh, their third game back. So I think this game is actually a lot closer than Vegas projects it to be, but the Steelers know how to win games, and they're 8-0. Their records prove that. They are pretty unstoppable. Um, some teams have gotten close. Many teams have gotten close. No one's actually done it. I don't think the Bengals do, but Joe Burrow keeps them in this game, so the Bengals will cover the spread, like you said, but the Steelers are going to pull this one out. Yeah, okay, so now moving on to um, a pretty good matchup of the Seahawks actually being projected to lose by one and a half points to the Rams. Asher, what do you think about this game? Now this game is going to be very interesting. The Rams are sorry. The Rams are five and three in a tough division. The Seahawks are. Five and three also, no, they are six and two, sorry, uh, in the same division. It's a divisional game. These games are usually very close. That's why Vegas has it uh, also very close. I think the deciding factor in this one is going to be, obviously, the Seahawks are going to put up points against this Rams defense. Uh, the Rams let 27 points go on the board uh, against the Dolphins. This, the Seahawks are a much better offensive team than the Dolphins. Uh I think the deciding factor is going to be defense in this game. So, uh, Jackson, who do you have winning? I have the Seahawks winning this one. Um, I'm actually a little bit surprised that um, the Seahawks are projected to lose, even though it is um, projected to be a very close game. I think that the Seahawks are definitely the better team here. Earlier in the season, it was looking like they were the best team in the league. Now, not so much. Um, but they're still definitely, definitely up there. I think they're just on a slightly higher level than the Rams. If I have to choose the two best teams in the NFC, in a very strong NFC West division, um, the strongest in uh, the strongest division this year by far, I would go with the Seahawks and the Cardinals for sure, not the Rams. So even though it is um, away, I think the Seahawks will win this game actually pretty handily. Even though their defense is lackluster, I think their offense just blows up the Rams not exceptional defense, and that is why I'm taking the Seahawks for this game. All right, so, yeah, you said it. Uh, 55.5 point over-under, second highest on the week uh, to the Bills-Cardinals. It's it's going to be a high-scoring game. The Seahawks proved that they can put up points on the board. The Rams, kind of inconsistent, but they can also put up points on the board. I think the deciding factor is how does that Rams defense attack the attack? Sorry, no, the Rams offense attack the Seahawks' defense um, this game's going to be close. It's a it's a one-and-a-half spread. I'm going to have to side with Jackson here. Uh, I'm taking the Seahawks. Uh, road upset. They're just the better team. Russell Wilson is unstoppable. He had a little blip against the Bills last week. Still had a very phenomenal stack game, although the four turnovers are pretty alarming. However, I think that the Seahawks 
end up winning this game. And that is really, this game is going to be a teller for can the Rams be a true contender in this division? Well, with the Cardinals also being there, Niners kind of floating out of the conversation, definitely. But uh, yeah, this one's going to be big. And if the Rams do pull this off, there are going to be a lot of questions about can the Seahawks actually win the division or are they going to be a wild card team? But, uh, yeah, this one's going to be a very important game. You should definitely watch it, but I'm going to take the Seahawks. Yeah, okay. So, um, now moving on to the next game. We have um, what's projected to be um, a pretty not close game. We have the 49ers versus the New Orleans Saints. So, for this game, um, I have the Saints winning. However, I have the 49ers covering the nine-point spread. And my reasoning for this is that the Saints, while they have a good record, are not the are not a phenomenal team. Like, really, when you look at it, earlier in the season, granted they didn't have Michael Thomas, but earlier in the season, people were saying, "Oh, the Saints aren't really that good. They're just a slightly above average team or about an average team." Now that the record's gotten better, people are like, "Oh yeah, they're really good," especially because you know they're leading their division, which this in which the second best team is the Bucks, which is like obviously telling that it's not a very good division. But um. Anyway, I think the Saints do win this one against a pretty, like, injury-riddled 49ers team. But I think the 49ers make it much closer than nine points because, um, you know, that allows for a lot of room for error. And I think that the 49ers, um, while they aren't good, um, will come within nine points of a Saints team that I think is um, a little overrated. Okay, you said it. Uh, Looking at the Saints' schedule here, their last... Four games. Uh, obviously, they decimated the Bucks, thirty-eight to three. Check that out. It was a very fun game to watch. Uh, the Bucks lose, of course. But then their last three games, they won by three points each. Uh, but they are on a five-game winning streak. Michael Thomas is back, like you said. Alvin Kamara, pretty unstoppable. The Niners injury riddled. I think this game is another Saints blowout victory. So I'm going to take the Saints winning the spread in this or covering the spread. Uh, but yeah, no question the Saints are going to win. The Niners are very beat up. Uh, Garoppolo's out. Kittle's out. Nick Bosa's out. Pretty much everyone that they have is out. But uh, yeah, so the Saints win this one. It will be interesting to see how the Niners put points on the board, as as was the case last week in that Thursday night football game, which feels like forever ago. They couldn't do that against the Packers. I think the Saints are relatively the same as, as the Packers. They have a veteran quarterback. Uh, pretty good coach. You know, I think the the Saints win this one and win it pretty handily. They're covering that nine-point spread. Yeah, okay. So, um, now we have the next game, which is the Baltimore Ravens versus the New England Patriots. Not the most exciting game of the week. Asher, what do you think will happen? Okay, so, yeah, this one... Coming into the season, it looked like a great game, but uh, Cam Newton's been underperforming. Lamar Jackson's also been underperforming. Uh, but the Ravens are the better team. They are... Give me a second. The Ravens are 6-2. and two. Um, I think they, uh, they win this game, definitely. They are 7-point road favorites. It's only a 43-and-a-half point over-under which really says something about this Ravens offense. It is nowhere near it was last year. A lot of teams know how to cover them. It's actually 
uh, the second lowest over-under on the week in the afternoon, evening, Monday night game. No, sorry, it actually is the lowest. Uh, it's a half point lower than the Monday night game. But, uh, yeah, this game, I just don't see it being that fun. I th- I think there's going to be one or two defensive touchdowns. These teams are like that. But I think the Ravens win. Uh, it's going to be close, though, because not a lot of scoring. So I think the Patriots do cover this spread. Interesting. I think the Ravens just win this one flat out, win um, by at least a touchdown, which would um, cover the spread, because the Patriots just kind of suck. I mean, y- you know, there's not much to be said. Um, All right. There's not a very good team. There's not really, like, any highlight about their team. Yeah. And while the Ravens are nowhere near as good as they were last year, um, with Lamar Jackson just kind of underperforming given how – um, well, he was playing last year at an MVP level. Um, not doing as good this year, but I think the Ravens still have it in them to be a pretty lowly Patriots team. So um, I have them covering uh, the spread. Oh, wait, no. I have the Ravens winning the spread, not the Patriots covering the spread. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so now, oh, moving yeah. on, we have our Monday night game here. The Rising Vikings taking on the Falling Bears. The Vikings are actually favored as road favorites by two and a half points. It's only a 44-point over-under. What do you think about this one, Jackson? Okay, so definitely watch this game. Um, interdivisional uh, rivalry, which is always fun to watch. Um, we have the Vikings versus the Bears. Now, these are both just, you know, solid teams in contention for a wild-card spot in the NFL so this game is more deciding than you might think, actually. Um, this game could potentially definitely have an outcome on who wins the wild card spot later on in the season. The Vikings or the Bears, both very similar um, levels um, in the same division. Um, so, they, you know, solid teams, you can definitely win a wild card spot. So definitely tune into this one. Projected to be a very close game with the Vikings only winning by two and a half points. I think that the Bears are actually going to pull this one out. I just have, um, I, don't, I don't know. I think it's just going to be a close game. It's kind of a toss-up with this one. Um, both just really solid teams. Neither one of them phenomenal in any way. Um, but both just, you know, pretty good. I think the Bears are going to win this one just because I think, you know, <laughs> there's really not much reason. They're just... They're very, very similar teams, so I, I just, I'm just kind of flipping a coin, going with my gut here, saying the Bears win, but there's not really any reason for that. I think it should just be a really, really close game. Okay, so that is very different from what I thought coming into this game. The Bears have lost their last three games. They're now five and four. Oh no, sorry, they uh. Yes, they have lost their five three their last three games. They are five and four. They were five and one. Uh, the Vikings now three and five. They've won their last two games. They were one and five. Everyone had counted them out. Now they're sort of emerging as maybe they they're going to take overtake the Niners. Maybe overtake the Bears soon, and then they're hot in contention for a wild card. The Bears in eighth place. They would barely miss out. The Vikings in tenth. Uh, like you said, this game will be very influential in who ends up making the wild card if. You know, if this uh, struggling Rams team happens to drop a couple more games, suddenly the Vikings are in. Um, this NFC wildcard position is very much up for grabs. 
I think the Vikings are they are like they're shooting up right now. They Dalvin Cook is a monster. He has not been tackled, it seems, at all. The Vikings uh yeah, I think they win this one. Uh they're favored for a reason. When their offense is rolling, it's they win. It's pretty much unstoppable. The Vikings it seems like when they can get things to click, then they will win. And I think they do that against this Bears team that is rapidly falling down. Yeah, well, um, probably going to be a good game. Sorry for my not um, not very insightful All insights right. on that one. but <laughs> Well, actually, uh, I don't think it's going to be that good of a game. I think the Vikings win. They win it pretty handily. You know, it's like... I don't know. It's just an NFC North divisional game. It's, I mean, it's not the most exciting game. Eh. It's not. I think it'll be a close one. Yeah, probably. Probably a it's close like, one. Yeah, it's like, I it's do like when the NFC yes. East, no, it's not on the same level of like, you know, an Eagles-Giants game, kind of. <laughs> yeah. But I think it'll still be close in a way that a game like that could be close, but not a great game still. But. Okay. Okay. Now moving on to our next segment the games to watch for the week all right jackson what is your game okay my game is um too many to decide yeah so many good ones all right uh if you need some time to decide there uh yeah i'll I'll, let you make the decision i'll go first um, looking at the 10 o'clock games, nothing really looks that fun, like it's, like it's gonna be a good game. Uh, Bucks-Panthers, you know, we have our out of 10 system, based off of, like, how close you think it'll be, any storylines coming into it, uh, playoff implications. I'm giving this, the Panthers-Bucks a 7, because I think the Panthers can very well upset the Bucks in this one, although they don't have McCaffrey. So that one actually drops it down. It was going to be a contention for my game of the week, but it's not. So you should probably go watch the conclusion of the Masters. Maybe Tiger Woods pulls out another victory there. Uh, I've heard that will be on CBS, not any 10 o'clock game. But in these 1 o'clock games, uh, looking at them, you have uh, Cardinals, Bills. That one, yes, but it's a. they're not even in the same conference. It's just going to be... I don't know. It could either be a terrible game or a great game, so I don't really know. Um, although there are a lot of good games here, I think with the exception of Saints-Niners and Patriots-Ravens, probably Vikings-Bears, any one of those remaining 1 o'clock games will be very good. Uh, I'm going to have to go with the Seahawks going and taking on the Niners in SoFi Stadium. Sorry, uh, Rams. <laughs> Sorry, I misspoke there. But uh, it's only a one-and-a-half point spread, which says something about how close it'll be. 55-and-a-half point over-under, so going to be a lot of offensive firepower coming into this one. I think it's going to be very fun to watch. A lot of divisional implications in this one. So I know we've only been doing this for two weeks, but it is a new high on the out-of-ten ranking for how exciting it's going to be. I'm actually going to give this one a 9.4 because I That's think, a lot of- yes, I think it's going to be a lot of offense, which is more fun to watch, a very close game, a lot of fun to watch. 
Uh, Storylines, can the Rams get it going? Will Russell Wilson stay an MVP candidate? Uh, and then playoff implications. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a 9.4. If the Rams were were more consistent, it would be pretty pretty close to a 10. But, yeah, so 9.4. All right, Jackson, have you decided on your game of the week? Yeah, so I was having trouble deciding between Bills and Cardinals and um, Seahawks and Rams, but you, you made my decision for me, kind of. So mm-hmm. um, I'm going to be going with the Buffalo Bills taking on the Cardinals. Actually, pretty similar game in terms of aesthetics, I think. Okay. Um, how it will, like, you know, look, as in the offenses will just completely – like, you know, take over. Because yeah. two very good offensive teams without the best defenses in the world. However, probably not as good um, a game in terms of the storylines um, because, you know, they're not in the same division, even though they are two of the best teams in the league. Um, I don't think that, you know, like, it does um, matter in that, you know, it's going to be a very good um, game, but it doesn't have as um like as many implications in terms of who's going to make the playoffs um, and what's going to come of that. So I'm going to give this one a rating of 8.5. Solid game to watch, but not a lot of storylines, which makes it a little less interesting. However, I think it might actually end up being a closer game than the Seahawks Rams because I think um, I think the better team here, um, there really isn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that... With the Seahawks and the Rams, the Seahawks are a slightly better team. I think I think they're just on a, a little bit of a different level than the Rams. I think with the um, Buffalo Bills and the Arizona Cardinals, it could really go either way. Um, hard to pick between the two in terms of who's better. A testament to that being that I picked the Bills to win and Asher picked the Cardinals to win. So who's going to win? Um, I don't know. But, uh, well, you know, I don't know. I should have chose the Bills. But yeah. I think it will be a very close fun game to watch despite the fact that there won't be as many storylines so giving it a rating of 8.5 all right so now it is time for the final two segments of this episode jackson is going to help educate you on the playoff picture and then i am going to uh craft a DFS fantasy lineup for the week. Okay, so for this segment, basically what I will be doing is I will be showing you what the playoffs might look like. I will be making my predictions as to the wild cards and um, the winners of the divisions. And um, I will also be saying who has a good shot at, um, you know, maybe proving me wrong and taking um, those divisions. But anyway, moving on. So... Um, first, in the AFC North is the Steelers. Obviously, like, they're going to win. Best team in the league. No questions there. Chiefs, best in the AFC West. 8-1. Obviously going to win. No questions there. Bills, 7-2. Definitely going to be in the playoffs. Looking like they're going to win the division. Um, Colts. Six and three. Um, you know, after what they did to the Titans, definitely looking like they're going to win the division. However, that is not guaranteed because the Titans, um, you know, they had their wins against an easier, um, against easier opponents. Um, 
However, they could, you know, um, get out of the slump that they're in and conceivably um, make their way back into the lead with that division. If not, they still have a shot at the wild card. Um, now also, so the Ravens, um, looking like they could secure a wild card spot as well because, um, you know, just a solid team, even though they're not as good as they were before, it's looking, um, you know, last year with the decline of Lamar Jackson, they're still a good team indisputably. 16-2, um, even though their schedule hasn't been the toughest, they're still pretty good. So um, they are definitely in contention. So are the Raiders. Um, second in the AFC West with a 5-3 and three record, just a solid, solid team. Um, you know, nothing remarkable at this, at this team. If they go, if they get to the playoffs, not going to do any real damage. But, you know, they could definitely slip in. Now, teams that could potentially make the playoffs um, and take spots of these um, leading teams right now. Um, the Browns. So, when you look at records, they're the eighth best. But to be honest with you, they're not, they're not the best team I could see them possibly beating out the Titans for, um, you know, uh, for a wild card spot um, if the Titans continue on this decline that they're in. But I think overall the Raiders are a better team. So if the Titans um, like get out of this slump, I don't think they're going to win. Um, now, the Dolphins are also in contention. Um, the Dolphins have had a very, very easy schedule. Um, it kind of, you know, this will be an interesting upcoming game against the Chargers. If they can win it, they can gain back momentum. They've been falling back a little bit, but they can um, gain a little bit of momentum. I don't really see them beating out any of these, um, of you know, beating out the Ravens, Titans, or Raiders, though. So I think that those three teams look pretty solid for the wild card, which the, with the exception of the Titans, who could maybe be overtaken by the Browns or the Dolphins. Now moving on to the NFC. So the Saints are the number one team in the NFC South. No real surprise there. Um, I think that obviously they handily beat the Bucks, the second best team in the South um, in that last game, just absolutely destroyed them, 38-3. So, I think they definitely win the division. Now, the Seahawks. The Seahawks are in by far the most competitive division of football. So, the thing is, even if they don't win their division, they're going to make the playoffs. Six and two record, um, arguably the best offense in the league. Um, however, it is looking like they will win their division, but the Cardinals are definitely in contention to win their division. And who knows, maybe the Rams beat them this week, and all of a sudden, the tides are turned a little bit. Then both teams have six and three records with the Rams having won against the Seahawks. So um, a little bit rides on this week. Now, moving on to the NFC North, the Packers are looking like a really good team in a solid division, but not a phenomenal one. Um, so I think they secured the NFC North. However, other teams in the division, which we'll get to later, such as the Vikings and the Bears, could conceivably take a wild card spot. Um, now, the Eagles in the NFC East, you know, they're in the lead right now with a losing record, which is really sad. But here's the interesting thing. 
The NFC East is so bad that any team in that division could win. Um, the Eagles are winning right now, but as we've seen, they're not that much better than any of the other teams because, well, they suck. Even if all the other teams also suck, that real division is really actually wide open, which is kind of funny because when you think about it, the Washington football team actually might have a better shot at making the playoffs than a team like the Bears just because they're in such a weak division. And if they step it up, then, you know, who knows what will happen. But anyway, um, so the Eagles in the NFC East for now, but that um, is subject to change. But you know what? It really doesn't matter if it changes because, you know, all those teams are just going to be destroyed in the first round of the playoffs as much as it pains me to say that as a Washington football team fan. However, now we move on to the Buccaneers. So... I think that they could um, make a wild card, get a wild card for sure. But it will be very tight between them, the Bears, and the Vikings. That is going to be a fight. An an absolute scramble for the probably the worst wild card spot. Um, Because, you know, the Buccaneers, they're a solid team. But as we've seen, Tom Brady is really, he just, he's kind of lost it a little bit. Like, it's kind of crazy to see the change that a season can do to you. Or this, maybe even like this, just the change of team, even though Gronk came with him. Um, clearly not the strongest team in football. Clearly not the most consistent team in football, the Buccaneers. So um, they could easily be overtaken by, for instance, the rising Vikings. Vikings. Now we have the Cardinals. They are definitely liable to overtake the Seahawks as the division leaders in the strongest division in the NFL. Um, but even if they don't, it's okay because they're basically at the same level and they're definitely going to make a wild card spot. No questions asked for sure. Also, now we move on to the Rams. The Rams are also a very good team in a very good division um, with the Cardinals and the Seahawks. So the Rams, you know, I think that they definitely make the playoffs. Just a good 5-3 and three team that's actually favored to become 6-3 and three, um, in this upcoming game against the Seahawks, which are 6-2 and two right now. So that, that could be interesting. We could be seeing a three-way tie depending on how these games go. If the Rams and Cardinals win their games, it will be a three-way tie for the NFC East. Um, but, you know, I think these three teams are basically guaranteed a spot in the wild card. So now it becomes a scramble for the spot in the wild card that is currently... See, that currently seems to be taken up by the Buccaneers. So in my mind, the Bears and the Vikings are the most liable to take this spot. The Bears thus far are not doing great. However, um, you know, they're 5-4, and four, just above um, winning record. However, they do have the best team of play, uh, the best record of teams that are not currently projected to be in the playoffs based solely off records. The eighth best team in the NFC. And even though they're on the decline, who knows? Maybe they can turn it around. However, the Vikings definitely also have an opportunity to turn this around. If they win against the Bears, all of a sudden we have um we have a four and five Vikings team and a five and five Bears team very close. And um the Buccaneers, though they are at six and three, are definitely not a sure thing for the playoffs. So that is the main wildcard spot to watch. Apart from that, in the NFC East position, 
all of the spots in the NFC are pretty much secure. So, um, that is your um, playoff uh, picture. All right. Thank you, Jackson. That was very informative. Uh, obviously, you know, teams like the Vikings, many people counted them out. Now they're on the rise. They're 3-5. and five. They could steal a spot. Teams like the Bucks, you highlighted, could just drop out, even though they're 6-3 and three and their, their playoff chances look pretty secure. All right. So time for the final segment of today. I am going to highlight some DFS value players for fantasy that I think could explode uh, given their matchups and you should definitely take a look at given their price. Okay, so first for QB, I have Derek Carr from the Las Vegas Raiders. So they're playing the Broncos. It's a pretty high over-under. Derek Carr has been crazy efficient with his, with his uh, attempts and I think that this is going to be a high-flying offensive game, which, of course, is better for QBs, better for pretty much everyone except for defenses. Um, I'll highlight that in a minute. But I think Derek Carr definitely has a pretty good game. Uh, you can get him for a relatively good price, and I think it's well worth a shot. Um, moving on to the running back position, we have James Robinson of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, like it or not, on the season, he is the fourth best running back in PPR formats, and he's going up against the Packers defense. It's a funnel defense. They do not want to get burned by the pass. I don't think they do. It's a 14-point spread. I think the Packers jump out to a crazy lead. Uh, Check out our Wednesday podcast to see what my exact predictions were, but I think there's a lot of garbage time in this one, and sometimes that is the best time for fantasy running backs. I think James Robinson will be a PPR monster in this one, Uh, So definitely give him a look. I think he could finish number one in the week for running backs. Okay, so now moving on to the wide receiver position. John Brown of the Buffalo Bills. He is healthy. They're playing the Cardinals. Uh, It's going to be a high-scoring game. He's a deep threat. Do I have to say anything else? You should definitely play him. He's a good option. Okay, um, tight end this year has been a barren wasteland. Uh... George Kittle, obviously out for the year. Travis Kelsey has a bye this week. You say, uh, okay, so who do you have? You have Darren Waller. He's probably the consensus number one on the week. Number two, like it or not, it's TJ Hawkinson. He is going up against a, oh, sorry, the, a football team, uh, football defense that is not a very good football defense. Um, well, they've actually been pretty average against the running back and the wide receiver. But they've been giving up monster games to the tight end. I think they're like 31st on the season in terms of fantasy points allowed. Which Wait, no, they're like second most allowed, which is very good. Uh, against, uh, I think number one is the Falcons, definitely. But um, yeah, the Falcons are terrible, but the football team is also terrible. TJ Hawkinson quietly is the number three tight end on the year. Uh, George Kittle's out. Travis Kelsey's on by. Uh, Darren Waller, yes, he has a good matchup. I think TJ Hawkinson is a better one. He also has a better price. You should go with him. Okay, so uh, don't want to get into kicker. That one's always just random. Just pick up someone and hope for the best. Uh, Randy Bullock, I actually have in my leagues. He is pretty good. Uh, He's been like the number two kicker on the year. Barely anyone owns him. He's going to be very good. But... 
defense. Defense, defense, defense. You always want to get that defense that has two touchdowns, uh, shutouts, you know, the best possible defense. But I think you should turn to none other than the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, it's only a 43.5 point over-under, and they are favored by seven points, which would put the implied total for the Patriots just under 15 points. That's very, very good by defensive standards. Like The average team score is about 26, 27 in today's league. So definitely roll with the Ravens. They have had a lot of defensive touchdowns. They are that type of team. They will get you pick sixes, blocked kicks, etc. Say no, um, don't say anything. I, need, I don't need to say anything else about them. Uh, take the Ravens. Thank you, Asher, for your um, very valuable insights into fantasy football. I hope that um, our viewers pick up a thing or two and hopefully um, you know, improve their standings in their leagues after this week thanks to Asher's um, views on fantasy. Okay. So, um, <laughs> thanks for watching the, uh, the episode. Listening. And um, make sure to tune in next time. Yeah, all right. So, yeah, that'll do it for our episode. Uh, thank you. Uh, so much for listening and, um, we'll catch you next time, uh, to hear how our picks went, obviously our records on the season. Uh, yeah. So, all right. So long. Bye. Ah, please stop stopping. Ah, stop.